0: So here's how insecurity almost ruined my business, and it's probably not what you think. Welcome to the Underestimated Entrepreneur, where I share mindset, lifestyle, and business hacking tips, tools, and some painful lessons along my journey from growing my businesses, and also working with some of the top entrepreneurs, business leaders, and professional athletes. I'm gonna talk today about how insecurity almost ruined my business. And I think most business owners almost ruin their businesses by insecurity and they don't even realize it and I didn't at the time either. So let me get into the story and let me talk, let me run you through this whole scenario, and then I'll wrap it up at the end of how I dealt with my own insecurities to help grow our business, and the difference that it made in team culture, in our customers, in our growth as a business, and how it's probably made us a lot more money. So if you don't know who I am, I'm Michael Mojo. I'm the founder of Mojo Human Performance Institute. We focus on business mindset and lifestyle hacking for driven mofos. The reason why I do these is because most people waste their life, especially business owners. They'll just work their ass off and they probably won't and get what they're really looking for in life anyway even though they think they will they probably won't and most of them are fucking miserable and unhappy and all that sort of shit even though they think that they are and try to convince themselves that they are but they're stressed and burnt out and tired and all of that crap I know that because I was there and probably the tens of thousands of business owners that I speak to regularly are like that also I just don't want you to be one of those hence why we do this podcast as a kid growing up there were multiple things that happened that made me very independent so one of the first things was that my parents were really really young and so when my mum went back to work and my dad was working two jobs because we didn't have a lot of money when we we're growing up. So dad normally worked two jobs and mum went back to work after having both of us kids. I became very independent because I used to go and pick my sister up from kindergarten and take her home and put on toast and all that sort of stuff and make sure she was okay. Mom and dad would come home and then would have dinner and whatever. And so that became part of a pattern. Then also I remember as a kid in grade one at school, my best mate didn't pick me on the soccer team, right? We had to pick different people. And so my best friend didn't pick me on the soccer team. And I felt really insecure in that moment. I was like, what's wrong with me. Why won't he pick me? And then I created this fuck you mentality. Like, I'll show you, fuck you. And so I became super aggressive and super driven. I was like that the majority of my life, right? Someone said, you can't do it. And I was like, fuck you, I'll show you. But that was also an insecurity because I wanted to prove myself to others. And I thought that if I can prove myself to others, then I will be accepted. Okay. Then people will realize that they were wrong and that I was right. And so I just had this crazy drive. And I would say that the majority of entrepreneurial type people have something similar as well, where their insecurity drives them. Their insecurity of not being good enough, not being smart enough. I would say that there's probably a really strong mix of people who listen to this who were kicked out of school or who weren't good at school. You know, I remember being put into special classes and the kids picking on me at school and going like, you're the dumb fuck. And I was like, I'll show you who's a dumb fuck. Hence why I got a business and, you know, like all of these things that made me insecure also made me really, really driven. They also created this strong armor externally where I was like, nothing can break me, I'll just keep pushing harder, I'll outwork everybody, I'll outrun everybody, I'll out everybody. And so I just had this huge aggression this huge drive but at the same time it was the thing that kept me safe was also the thing that was keeping people out and away from me so that was a huge problem and I don't really let many people get super close to me like I'm close with people but at the same time I don't really let people get super close and that was just because I had this barrier and this guard of trying to protect myself like I didn't really like open myself up and I thought I'd be judged a lot and especially being like I got to the point where you know I'm this mental performance coach who travels around the country and I'm telling all these stories of success and the achievements and all that stuff which I'd done but at the same time, there was part of me as well that wanted to express who I really was, which is like, I'm a clown, I'm a larrikin, I probably say the wrong thing, I'm inappropriate, I swear too much. But there was this other part of me that judged and criticized myself for being that way because I thought, shit, other people are going to judge me and criticize me and you know I want the business to grow on. And so I used to have all of these conflicting thoughts that would stress me out and then I'd burn out. And I wasn't burning out because I was tired, I was burning out because of the crazy shit that was going on my head on a regular basis and all of these insecurities that kept coming up. How this affected our business was that because I was very independent, as I tried to grow a business. It was my business. And so it was all about me. And so I get up on stage and I'm presenting all this stuff and I'm doing what I want and it's my thing. And so I wasn't so much customer centric. I was focused on what I was trying to achieve in life, my mission, my goals, my dreams. And that became my primary focus. And then we started to build a team. And when we had the team, I would hire all these people that I would go and train and develop because I thought that if I can train and develop these people, then they'll be sort of like our people and that fit the culture and everything like that. So I would hire a lot of unskilled people because I just thought you know they've got the drive and they've got the ambition I can train them and mold them into what we want as a company or what I want as a company that's the language that I've been using for a while now but it was all I so this is what I want and then what I found was a lot of the time they would disappoint me and let me down or they didn't have the skill set and because we're under time pressure as well because I was insecure around achieving this big goal and being really super driven achieving all this stuff I would put a lot of pressure on them for time frames and to make the money that we needed as a company and so these insecurities are driving my decision making and then after a while we had high staff turnover because they're going and they're going like, well, fuck, there's all this pressure all the time and we're not getting the support that we want. And I was like, man, these staff are useless. Like, They can't do their fucking job. Now, it wasn't that. Our hiring strategy was really bad because I was hiring people that I thought I could train because I would see their ambition, which was the ambition that I had when I was younger. But that was driven off of a fuck you mentality. If you're hiring staff that have that same drive and that same driver with a fuck you mentality and you ask them to do something, they're going to essentially in their head say, fuck you and go and do whatever they want anyway. So that's not a good strategy of business. Now, I'm assuming that there are a lot of business owners out there who are in the trade-based industry or are probably, you know, under $50 million turnover a year who still have this problem because they keep hiring people who they want to be driven like those type A personalities, but they can be very detrimental to a business as well because they're driven because of certain insecurities that they have. And those insecurities, if they can control them are fine, but if they can't, it's very destructive to the culture of the business. And that's what was going on in our business, but I was the problem. I was the destructive one. We're going through staff and then I'm thinking, you know, what's wrong with all these staff? Like most people just lazy. They don't want to be driven and they're not as driven as what I am. And then you know, I would have marketing teams go and do marketing for us. I'm going, shit, they're not doing it as well as what I can do it. And so then I would get in there and start building all the marketing funnels and then I'd go, they're fucking useless. And so everything that I did was me doing it. And I would do it all because I thought that I could do it better than everybody else. And I thought if I can show them I can do it better, they will step up. And so there was all of this pressure and this grind and this aggression, but it all came from a place of insecurity. Now, what changed it all? was after probably three years of going around in the same cycle and not really having good financial growth. I mean, we're doing okay. We're doing better than most businesses. It still wasn't great. Like I knew what the potential was of our business and I know our products, the quality of the products and I know what results they can put in. Like, you know, I would say that a third of all of our Odyssey participants, our business Odyssey participants have increased their business by a million bucks a year or more. Like I know that the growth is there and I hope that I can get that to hundred percent. That's my goal, but I know the results are there and I'm going, well, why are not we getting the results? Like, why are not we growing the company at what we want. And then what I realized was I can't grow the company without a team. And all great people have teams. You look at Conor McGregor, he wins the UFC and is one of the greatest UFC fighters in history because of his team. Not because of him, but because of his team. And the whole package together, including him, won the UFC. Now he could have done that without his massage therapist and his nutritionist and his sparring partners and all that stuff. All of them came together and they might've given 5%. But without all those other people, it would have fallen apart and the opposition or the opponent would have done way better. And so I realized that it was so important to have a high quality team. And then I thought, well, in order to have a high quality team, what do I need to be? What do I need to do? And what I realized was I can't be that person. I can't be the one who does everything. And I know it seems simple and it seems intelligent, but most business owners really fuck this up. And they can say it, but their actions suggest that they do different on a daily basis. And what I realized that if I don't put my energy into creating a great team, creating a great culture and realizing that the team are the priority, then the customers won't feel like they're the priority because our team will let the customers down as will I. Because I will feel like I'm pressured all the time and I will feel like 100% of the results in the company are on my shoulders. I'll get resentful at staff because I feel like I'm essentially working and doing 99% of the work and then they're getting paid really good amounts and so I'm frustrated and I'm resentful towards them. And so the whole thing just falls apart. And that's what had happened a few times. And so what I realized that was until I deal with that insecurity, we're not gonna get business growth. Until I look in the mirror and realize that all of those moments gave me what I needed, which was to realize that I'm driven, but I don't need the pain to drive me. And I don't need anything else to drive me, I can drive myself. I'm super driven and I love it. I can also back myself and achieve things that other people might not believe in me that I could do. But I can do that because I don't need other people's opinions to have that drive. So when I started realizing that, I realized I got what I wanted, which was my self-belief, my self-love, my self-respect, my focus, my drive. I'd got all of that stuff from having that aggression and that insecurity. But now I don't need that insecurity because I already know that I've got it. I already know that I've got the drive. I don't need to keep having the insecurity in order to get that drive. And since then, I went, and I wake up every day, I get to do what I love. And I love helping people. And that means helping my team. I love growing a business. And that means growing our systems, our processes, our infrastructure, supporting our customers. And once I started doing that, I realized that the business isn't me the business is everybody else. And that if the team work effectively, the customers will get what they want. And if the customers get what they want, they're getting the results that they want and their businesses are growing and they're having better family life and they're having better impact. And that's the way that we change the world. And that's the way that we scale as a business because it's people focusing, people centric, not Michael centric. And I would say that since that time, the majority of business owners that I've worked with, even ones that are turning over over a hundred million dollars a year, the ones that I've worked with when I've gone through and had this discussion with them and I've said, you keep saying, I, this is what I want. This is what I want to do. This is what I want from the team. Instead of saying, this is what we need to do as a company. This is what we need to do as a team. My team need this, and I'm there for them. I'm there to provide that. And if not, I need to communicate and discuss it so they feel supported and understood. And what I've found is that since they've been able to do that, their stress levels decrease massively and their businesses grew, which was the thing that reinforced the insecurity in the first place, which was, I'm not achieving enough. I'm not getting where I want to be. I'm a failure. I'm not successful. I don't feel like I've got meaning in life. I don't feel like I'm purposeful until I achieve this target. And so all of these insecurities were creating this grunt and this drive and this aggression in the person, but at the same time, it was making them fucking miserable and detached from really enjoying the life that they have. Like they could die tomorrow and their life would be meaningless to them. Okay, if you went and interviewed them afterwards, they'd be like, well, I fucking worked hard and I grind all the time and I was disconnected from my family and I sort of was there, but I sort of wasn't and I didn't really make the money that I wanted because I knew I was capable of so much more. So they just didn't enjoy the fucking journey. And it seems so obvious, but I would say that this is 99% of the business owners. Most business owners don't wake up in the morning and go, cool, I get to do cool shit today. They wake up and they go, I've got to do with this stuff. And the only reason why they feel like they've got to do all this stuff is because of the expectations that they consistently place on themselves and those around them. When you remove those and you go, look, I get to do what? I love today and I get to build the business that I want because I'm responsible for this stuff. And if you're not a business owner and you're listening to this as well, it's the same for you. You don't have to go to work. You don't have to go to the gym. You don't have to eat well. You don't have to have a good life. You don't have to do anything. You can sit on the couch, eat a bag of Doritos, especially if you're in Australia and watch Jerry Springer all day. You can do whatever the fuck you want. You're an adult. Yet all these adults that I meet are all attached to these ideas and they make it like they didn't make that decision. Oh, I have to go to work. No, you don't. You woke up in the morning you went to work because it's important to you. Why is it important? What's well, important because it makes money. And why is money important? Well, because it provides for my family and they're important. Okay, so you go to work because you've got an important reason to go to your job. Is that correct? Yes. Okay, why do you wanna to go to the gym? Well, because it makes me feel good about myself. So you're going to the gym because you want to feel good about yourself. Is that correct? Yes. Okay, excellent. So if you want to feel good about yourself, does going to the gym make you feel good while you're there? Well, no. So then going to the gym doesn't make you feel good. So why do you really want to go to the gym? Well, I want to go to the gym because it brings out the best in me. I get the best out of myself. Ah. So you go to the gym not because you have to, but because you want to get the best out of yourself. Is that correct? Yes. And so what you find is you just watch these attachments that they've had. It's almost like a rope with a sled attached to them, just a little one. All of these I have tos and I shoulds and I musts. all these fucking things that are attached from their insecurities that they're dragging behind them that are making them feel like shit every day based on their choices they're acting like they're the victim of life instead of that they're choosing all these things and they're doing it for a purposeful reason which then makes them feel great about the life that they're living so when they bounce out of bed in the morning they go cool i get to go to the gym today i get to go to my job to put food on my family to give my kids the best education the best lifestyle that they can as well because having them smile makes me fucking smile as a parent Instead of thinking like that, it's like all these have to, musts and shoulds, which then make them feel like shit. And the majority of business owners do that every day. And the reason why they started a business in the first place was to have the idea and the feeling of freedom, which they can have every moment of every fucking day. Yet the truth is that all their attachments to the bullshit and their insecurities of the past that they've never dealt with make them feel like they're dragging a 10-ton truck behind them every fucking day. And it's burning them out. It's making them feel disconnected. It's making them feel stressed. They're unhappy. They're not where they want to be in life. These are the majority of business owners out there. So it's time to really question all these things that I went through and question your insecurities and ask yourself, do you really need them? Or is it time to let them go? You'll still be driven. What I noticed is that when I work with business owners on these insecurities and when I went through it, the first thing that happened was I was scared because I was like, without this aggression... And without this insecurity, am I gonna be driven? And so my fear was that if I took away the insecurity, I'd just become lazy and I'd become complacent. Also, if I took away the insecurity, I wouldn't have the aggression and the drive that really caused me to push and to stand up for myself and to set fucking boundaries and uh, all this aggression. But the truth is I didn't need it because I set boundaries because I'm doing what I love. And I don't want anyone to mess with that. And that's why I set boundaries. Not because I'm aggressive and angry and not because of that at all. I get to go to the gym because I love going to the gym because that's what I love to do. And I build a business because I love the challenge. I love waking up every day and knowing that there's problems that I get to solve and I get to do research and learning and they're my highest values. And I get to teach others, including our staff. And I get to help customers and I get to help people out there to run their businesses better as well. So every day I'm learning and every day I get to teach someone something, if not multiple people who aren't even just our clients. They might be people that I'm on the phone with. It might be our staff. So all of these things I'm making a massive impact in and that's what I love. And when I realized that I went, I don't have to do anything, but I get to do it. And that changed everything for me. That changed the way that I live. And so that insecurity that I had almost sunk our business because we had high staff turnover. Eventually our cash flow stopped. My sales were shit because I was selling out of fear. I was worried about money all the time, but money was getting reinforced by the fear that I had around not having enough and not being good enough and not achieving enough. So fear was driving 90% of my life without me even realizing it. And I thought that I was fucking happy and I wasn't. I was actually feeling shit about life. And I would just love to put a little camera in my own brain and zoom in on that and just go, oh yeah, I can see most of my decisions are based on fear. Most of my decisions are based on not feeling good enough or what other people think of me or what other people say if I fail. Instead of just going, if I fail and people say shit, who gives a fuck? They don't even care about me anyway. They'll forget about it in two minutes. People are talking shit about me. They don't really care about me. And if they don't really care about me, what makes me think that they're gonna be thinking about me in 10 minutes? Nothing. It honestly gave me permission to just enjoy life. I'm not as attached to all this other shit that I used to be. Anyway, driven Mofos, I really hope that this helps because I know that so many people are like this. And I would say that probably 99% of people that I meet who I come across, the majority of business owners, even even though they say that they're fulfilled, they're unfulfilled. The majority of business owners will complain about how shit everything is and how shit their business is and their staff, even if they're doing well. And they go, well, everyone else thinks I'm doing well, but I think I'm doing shit. They get caught in this bind where there's part of them that knows that they're doing well, but there's part of them that is dealing with this stress and this fear and this frustration, and this anger and this aggression, this insecurity every day. Until they deal with that and get rid of that, they're just going to stay stuck in the same position. They can add another two or three zeros on their total business income every year and their profit margins and all that stuff. Yet the truth is there's, still going to feel exactly the same about life and one day they're going to get to the point where they get either given you've got a week to live you've got a month to live or they know that they're getting old and they're just going to feel shitty about the choices that they made and the life they live because they feel like they've left so much on the table and that's what happens when you're driven by insecurity instead of being driven by what you really want to do in life and by understanding that every day you're making the choice you don't have to get out of bed especially if you live in Australia you don't have to go to work you don't have to have a business you don't have to have family you don't have to even spend time with your family Most people treat it as though it's this fucking thing that they have to do. And it's this trap. You know, I have to look after my kids. You don't have to look after your kids. Plenty of people around the world throw them in trash cans. Okay? Now, I know I'm saying this and it's going to freak some people out. But the truth is there are plenty of people out there around the world who have kids and kill them. And they kill them because they don't want them. Right? And I'm not saying that's a good thing or a bad thing, but that happens. So you don't have to have them. You're choosing to have them because you care about them. You're choosing to have them because they're important to you in some way, shape or form. And they bring some sort of meaning to your life, which is why you think about them and why you could never do that to them. And so instead of treating your family as though there's all this stuff that you have to do for them, you don't have to do anything. You do it because you care and you love them. When you do that, it takes away all of that weight that you're dragging every day behind you with all the have-tos, musts, and you feel like people are taking away from your life instead of giving and adding to your life. I hope that helps Driven Mofos. Please remember to subscribe, like, and share as most people waste their life and I just don't want you to be one of them. Remember, never underestimate the dream. If you haven't already go on and checked out my socials as well, please go and hit the follow, the like, the subscribe as well because I'm going to be dropping more and more content. I've got some cool stuff coming up as well. So please make sure you go and check out the social media platforms as well. Anyway, Driven Mofos, never underestimate the dream. Keep living with Mojo. Bye for now.